tripping over sideways, tumbling down the stairs. You got me right there. You got me, got me love drunk. Maybe spin the bottle. Come on, baby, truth or dare. You got me right there. You got me, got me love drunk. We don't really prepare anything, and then we just start. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad you love it. I'm so glad you're here. I know, me too. This is exciting. Thank you for having me. Of course. Hello, and welcome to Love Drunk. I am your host, Charlotte Rose. I am here with uh, just just a wonderful dude all around. He's a good friend of mine, and I love talking to this guy. And I'm just, I'm so glad I finally got him on the podcast. Jeff Burgess is here. Woo! He's here! Yay! <laughs> finally! Here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison, and anything is on the table except for... Gin. That's right. We do not drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you want to drink gin on a podcast, then start your own podcast. Speaking of what we're drinking, Jeff, what are we drinking? We are drinking Casamigos uh, Azul, not the Mm -hmm. Reposado, Mm -hmm. and it is a really easy sipping tequila actually and i yeah. i'm not a tequila drinker usually it's it's whiskey for me i used to it's really? funny i used to drink gin uh-huh and i used to drink gin it would be like gin and soda okay or gin and tonic mm-hmm. but yeah gin has not been a go-to of mine for quite some time thank god i feel like yeah. the last few guests i've had they're like i wanted to drink gin and i'm so sad about it blah 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 <laughs> so i'm very glad that i have a fellow non-gin drinker mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. i always told people tequila is like my family, where every time I try to walk away from tequila, they're just always, you know, they're always there somehow. You always end up going back to tequila. <laughs> well, this is this is a clear liquor, too. So yes. usually clear liquor uh, handles better yes. <laughs> in the body. Well, I didn't know if you wanted gold or silver. Well, I'm glad so- you, yeah, I'm glad you grabbed silver. The gold's good. I had it's a sense good. of it, and I was like, I think that this is the thing that we're going to be drinking. Yeah, the Reposado's but, good, uh, uh, but uh, the Azul is the one that I like a little better, for sure. Hell yeah. I will say, it's incredibly smooth. Shout out to George Clooney. <laughs> he's actually, uh, I don't know if he's the main owner, but he's one of the owners of Casamigos. <gasps> I did not know that. Yeah. We were arguing about George Clooney's history of acting and yes, all that. I thought he was General Hospital. Yeah, and <laughs> it doesn't really that. matter who is right or wrong. I was right, yeah, Jeff was wrong, yeah, but it doesn't matter it doesn't hey no 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 no, it doesn't matter guys it doesn't matter at all it's fine so you're here you're on love drunk Mm -hmm. you're drinking i am this is great i'm so excited too because i know you don't drink that much so i'm Mm. honestly like so very honored that you uh you you came on the podcast you should be uh so (laughs) i do have a couple questions for you right off the bat because i know some stuff about like your love life and your dating life and all that but I don't really know about like your general history so we're just gonna do some like rapid fire questions real quick yeah Yeah, so we're just we're just gonna get to know each other a little bit better how old were you when you had your first kiss Ooh, how old was I when I had my first kiss that's a that's a good first question and it's not a rapid answer um you can think about it a little. I say it's rapid fire where I'm like don't think about it too much but I'm like no that's like a fact that you can think about if you need time I remember I remember. Okay. Um, I want to say I was, I was probably like 13, 14. Okay. Now I did kiss a girl on the cheek in like preschool because I had a huge crush on her. She was amazing. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, my first actual kiss, like especially like with like tongue, a little tongue <gasps> action. You got tongue action a little in bit there of tongue the action. first time? Pretty much, yeah. To my, to my knowledge, I can't think of another time that I had a... First kiss, it was at a it was at a park. It was at our local park. And okay, yeah, it was a little hot and spicy. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that I remember my first kiss 
there was there was a kiss first, and then tongue got introduced into the kiss. I think that's how it was. I feel like too. it's sort of like a natural. I don't know. It depends because if you had your first kiss when you were really really young, that might not be it. But I remember talking to my sister about it, and she was like, "Was there tongue?" And I was like. Yeah, little. And she seemed like so like aghast that yeah, I had no, I used like, tongue <gasps> the very first time yeah. you used tongue. Oh my god. I know. It's so funny how like at that age, like certain things are such shockers. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Um and then you get a little bit older and people yeah. are like, Oh, you didn't have sex on the first date? Interesting. Okay, good choice for you. Well Whatever. that must be a keeper then because <laughs> you know, they must want something more. Exactly. Uh second question. How old were you when you were in your first relationship? Mm. So I want to say I had little, you know, little tiny, tiny, tiny flings in high mm-hmm. school, but I actually wasn't really much of a dating type. I was very picky. I was very self-conscious of uh, some things when I was that age. Um, so I would probably say actually like 18, 19. Okay. Yeah. It was my first uh, real relationship. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. What is the longest relationship you've ever had? Two years. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. And what is the weirdest place you've ever made out and or hooked up with someone? Weirdest place that I made out and hooked up with someone? <laughs> uh, probably a movie theater. Okay. I wouldn't say, yeah, it was obviously, it wasn't just making out, so. Um, yeah, no, probably movie theater. I, I've never really been, I don't want to say, it's not that I'm like not uh, adventurous or, or um uh, I don't know. I've just never come across opportunities where it's been like anything oh, you know, yeah. crazy like that. Um, yeah, to, to things that are coming to mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would probably say. Were y'all at least theater. like sequestered in like the back corner? Oh, we were in the back. Okay, I was yeah, gonna say were we y'all just back. like in the middle of everything. Or... No, okay. we were in the back. Yeah, respectful. I appreciate yeah, that. No, yeah, no, it, it was Very definitely. Respectful. It was. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was too much to to show. Ooh, so, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> if you could give your sixteen year old self one piece of advice about dating, what would it be? That's a good question. I like that. If I Thank you. I've cultivated all these questions. Sixteen-year-old like... self, mm-hmm. basically, just be confident, mm-hmm. confident in myself, and yeah. and know what I have to offer. And it's okay to be nice. I think yes. that was the thing. Is like when I was when I was a teenager, I was I was the nice guy. You mm-hmm. know, I was looked at as like like oh he's cute, but he's more of like a brother. Like <laughs> what the f-? you know like what yeah. do you want? What do you want from me? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like. Am I supposed to like talk to you like real bad and you know like mm-hmm. and and that's kind of what it is, especially yeah. when you're younger. Most of you girls like like the assholes. Um, well, that's and that's the thing is I feel like that's sort of um, I feel like that's kind of a behavior we're trying to unlearn, and and mm-hmm. this is also you know dating as like being a teenager and all that. And I'll be the first person to say that like when you're a young girl and some boy pushes you down on the playground, the teacher, the first thing they say is, oh, it's because they like you. Mm, oh, it's because they like you. True. Oh, they pull your hair because they like you. So it's no fucking wonder that women grow up and they are like, oh, this asshole, oh, this jerk, oh, he does all this shitty stuff, but it means he likes me. Like, that's something that's yeah, ingrained in you from an early age. True. So I'm hoping, well, and I am saying that, you know, when you, I mean, you're a little bit older than me, but when we were kind of growing up and when we were in high school, I feel like that was still kind of a big thing, but... It still is. It still is, yeah. for sure. And I, I'm I'm very much hoping that this is a behavior that some of, like, the younger girls are kind of unlearning, that people are unlearning, uh, that it's, think... it's better to be nice 
and like the nice guys finished last yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm really really hoping that that changes. I think very it will, soon. especially just with the way that you know we're finally having a somewhat of a positive cultural shift in America mm-hmm. to where women are being respected as they should and mm-hmm. and considered equal and yeah. you know yeah I, I I think when it comes to 16 year old Jeffy um, <laughs> I think it's did uh, you go by Jeffy when you were 16 uh, or, uh, no I just had a few, it's, I had that's a few, just like a pet a pet name a little you... pet name yeah <laughs> a few girls call me that and I found it you know I found it cute and um yeah I don't mind it I don't mind Jeffy <laughs> yeah it would just kind of just be just, just be confident and mm-hmm. um you know, don't sweat the small stuff and just kind of stick to your guns. Just, just yeah. know who you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to do. At, at, it at is. That age, you know, it's so much easier said than done. I have people oh, that are. Sure. I have people that you know. I feel like a lot of times when I'm like, "What is advice you'd give your teenage self?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Fucking, be chill, be cool, be fine. Like you're fine. Everything's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's all gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Hindsight's twenty twenty, though. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like you you don't really know until you learn, and you know, growing older learning more about yourself and also dating around a little bit you know you start to learn what you do like and what you don't like and Mm -hmm. and how you you know i was always raised on like treat others how you want to be treated yeah so i think especially that's where the nice guy comes out you know yeah and and i just you know i respect people Mm -hmm. unless you shouldn't deserve respect you know unless you show me that and especially women you know i i Growing up, I was fortunate enough to grow up like in a loving household, you know, mm-hmm. where my mom and dad, you know, and they're still together, you know, God bless them for she's 30 mm-hmm. something years. And I, I saw that, you know, and I was a mama's boy. So, of course, like, I, I want to like treat you like a princess, you know, yeah. what I mean? like, as you should be treated. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just at that age, you know, no 16 year old girl wanted that. <laughs> so I was like, always, yeah. I was always labeled as the brother, you know, and I also. I didn't make moves. Like I was, I was very like self conscious on making moves, and right. you know, I didn't want to overstep boundaries. Yeah, you know? it's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of factors that went into it. For it sure. sounds yeah. like it yeah. sounds like. Um, <laughs> sure. So what is so you're you're how long have you been out in L A. now? I've been in out out in L A. for over, a little over two years now, which okay. is kind of crazy. Cool. Um, it feels like. It feels like two years, but it also feels like yesterday that I just moved out here. I always fucking say that. Like, I straight up, I'm like, you feel like you've been here for a thousand years, and then at the same time, you wake up and you're like, I'm a fresh new baby, and I have no idea what's going on out here. It's like, it's so exciting in itself, but then there's times where we just, like, hate everything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For sure. But Uh it's so exciting. Like, today, I mean, for me, today was a day where it's just, like, it's been just a great day, you know? Just knowing, like, everything that I had scheduled and, Mm -hmm. you know, meeting with you know my my reps and and things that I had kind of lined up for the day and, and you were that so I was... excited for this podcast no I really was I really was <laughs> that was actually real. a joke but he's being very sincere no I'm right very now. no I'm, I'm I'm yeah no I'm being real because I think that this is a, a really good idea that you have and that you are putting out there and and letting people kind of show their true colors and it's it's you know it, I don't want to say it's it's drastically different but mm-hmm. it's it's different it has its own little niche to it well, there you have it, people. We are Jeff Burgess approved. Yeah. Uh, and now we can uh, go ahead and just explode all over the world. That's it. And we're just going to, it's going to be great. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> you were waiting for me to say uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's exactly what I was waiting for. Uh, no, but I, sincerely, I really do appreciate that. And, of uh, 
Love Junk really just started because I just love talking about this stuff like I do. And uh, and I really just love getting drunk and talking to people, So, yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> well, is exactly what we're up. doing. Yeah, it's easy to open up. It's when easy to get you comfortable. have a little bit of tequila yeah, in you. Yeah, yeah, especially some tequila. Yeah. So what is your current relationship status? I am a single man. <gasps> he's a single boy, everybody. Yeah. Not boy, he's a man. A man. He's a, he's, Jeff is a, Jeff is a single man. Yeah. So... I know, like, how dare you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, let me, but, you know, got, you know, I'm just We'll too edit popular. it out. It's popular. fine. He's so popular I'm right very now. Very popular. I'm very Someone heard he was single, and they were like, wait, yep, what? Instantly. They just felt it they, in the ether. Yeah, they didn't even, you know, this isn't live or anything. No, they, it's not, but they just felt it. Yeah, they felt a shift in the universe. They what, really did. I've been recently, I had never seen Star Wars before, and I'm recently watching Star Wars, and so I'm now. I'm on that same boat, yeah. Well, I haven't seen Star Wars? No, no. I've just seen the first one okay uh, what, what is how called? do you even define the first one like episode one or episode four because i think episode that's... four is the okay, first cool. one right that's the i saw the it on tv oh, okay. um yeah but no it's it's one of the to watch like binge watch that yeah no i'd never seen star wars so i saw the the first two maybe like a week ago oh yeah so what i was going to say is that they felt a disturbance in the force and that's why uh, they that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah they heard the single thing and they, yeah they yeah. were like just single I also, I know a little bit about, like, your most recent relationship, but mm-hmm. since then, have you, like, have you been looking to date? Have you been, like, on the apps or anything? Like, what have you been up to? No, I, um, I'm very open, you know? I mm-hmm. think if something speaks out to me, I'm not gonna, and if it seems right, I'm not gonna, uh, deny it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I really have just tried, tried to embody being present and, um, kind of going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more maybe than I have over the past few years of my life. I'm very over analytical. I I, over, I tend to overthink things. I'm mm-hmm. just a very. Uh, we've had a lot. We've had conversations. Kind oh of yeah, about this. Yeah. I feel like you and I are kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I just yeah. my brain's always going. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I, I it's something I'm open to. But to be honest, you know, I'm I moved out to LA for a specific reason, mm-hmm. and that's to to focus on myself and my career. And yeah. you know, I I was just in a, a relationship that. I uh, felt like it was going to be something potentially for a long while and, mm-hmm. and it didn't unfold that way and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. things happen and people go different ways and find out things about themselves and uh, I totally respect that and it just wasn't meant to be, you know, at this time or whatever it is and I just, it, it gives me an opportunity to focus on, on me and focus on yeah. growing as who I am as as an as a creative person, as mm-hmm. a, as a, as an artist, as just someone who enjoys making people happy and, and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's growing, I guess, you know, Good. we're always growing, yeah, you know, and learning. So, uh, as for dating apps, it's funny, uh, you say that cause I've, mm-hmm. I've always, I've, I've pretty much been against them. Uh-huh. Uh, and the only reason why is I just, you know, it's just like hookup central pretty much. And yeah, that shit kind of weirds me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I I would say because I think that Tinder was like one of the first big dating apps. Yeah, and that was like a straight hookup platform. But I don't think it was in the beginning. No, I not the beginning. I think that when it when it started, it truly was a dating For app. Sure, and that's we what had I mean. like we had like okay cupid and plenty of fish and like whatever yeah yeah oh my god plenty of fish jeez i and i mean i have heard legend of these things but i remember (laughs) uh i think that it was the 
summer of 2013 when I heard anyone talk about Tinder for the first time. Yeah. And it was my friend Lindsay, and she was like, I'm on this app, it's called Tinder. And I was like, what is that? And she goes, it's like a dating app, and you swipe, and you're like, blah, blah, blah. And it just terrified me. It's like a, I, I, maybe I was like 19 or 20, I can't remember. But, like, just as as a young chi- baby child who had, like, never been in a relationship, <laughs> like, never really, like, you know, I was like, you're just meeting strangers on an app? Like, I know, that's right? wild. Yeah. And she had gone it's on, like, like, a couple... Craigslist 2.0. Exactly. Like... And so it sounds like a way to get murdered. Especially when you're a woman, you're just like, cool, yeah. that's, like, murder central. So, yeah. so I was very against it for a long while. And then it was very funny because Bumble came along and so for mm-hmm. for my first couple of years of college tinder was sort of the only app but then it slowly developed into a hookup app only and then bumble came along and then bumble was supposed to be like the good app i'm doing air quotes right now <laughs> the good app the the dating app because it's like women make the first move yeah but i feel like also bumble has sort of like fallen to the for sure culture. i think it's yeah God, sorry. I feel no, like no, I cut no. You you're off fine. No, what do you have? Do you have thoughts about Bumble? Well, I was going to say. Oh, I was just going to say that I think that most dating apps start with great intentions, and then they end up becoming something uh, that they weren't intended for. And you guys obviously, we're all garbage humans. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, you know, yeah. we love money, sex, and and you know, entertainment for the most part, and, and rock and roll, and rock and roll, <laughs> money, sex, and rock and roll, and. um no, it's uh I think that these apps start with great intention but they mm-hmm. kind of lose sight of that and and it's easy for them to lose sight because they're having all of these people sign up for these apps and I mean why I mean why try to stay so niche whenever you're getting so much money from advertisements and all this stuff you know That's so true. on a business perspective like I, I understand it but yeah I just I it's kind of why I never did it because it I've never been that type of person. I've never, you know, and I hate to use the word sleazeball, but, you know, I've never been like that. I've never just kind of slept around and, you know, obviously, yeah, I've had my my fair share of, you know, hookups, I guess you can say. It's nothing crazy, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just, I I guess, and I hate to use this word because I feel like it's such an LA word. What is it? Tell me. But, you know, I like to meet people organically oh god that I is know, such an it's LA such word, an la and word i hate you a little bit now yeah it's okay you'll, our friendship you'll is me. different no it'll, it'll <laughs> blossom back together um we have to grow from this yeah, point but it's true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though like people you know you always i've always been told you know or not i'm gonna say i've always been told it's not like some like like <laughs> ancient secret yeah, yeah like some guy you know some wisdom uh-huh. filled man was just like sitting and filling fulfilling you know mm-hmm. my mind with these like <laughs> ideas of how love should unfold but you know you just you meet people in the least expected places and yeah. um and you know it's not like in a bar on a night out on a saturday night like those are your random hookups like you'll meet like someone who actually is truly meant to be in your life like in a grocery store like at a library or like mm-hmm. on the street or at, in a park or whatever it is and mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of like my last relationship you know i i i met her um <laughs> like without even really wanting anything mm-hmm. and still after we talked and and, and everything i still didn't want anything because i i was moving out here and i just yeah. knew that i didn't want any ties that deep into pittsburgh besides like my family and everything mm-hmm. and but it unfolded that way i it got to the point where i was like you know what like 
I'm moving to LA on a whim. Like, why not, you know, on a chance, I guess you can say. So why yeah. not like, like do that with the relationship as well? And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was good for a while it lasted, you know, and things happen. But when it comes to dating apps, I feel like it's like a forced thing, you know? Yeah. And it's a lot of pressure to put on people. It is a lot of pressure. What I found is that people they're their best selves when they're trying to obviously like sell themselves like that. And that's what yeah. you're doing. You're trying to sell yourself. You're trying to it's like social media, you know, 2.0. Uh-huh. It's like, it, yeah, like you, it's like Instagram, you know, like it you, truly is you're where posting you're like, your best things and like talking about your best things. Uh-huh. But like, what about, and when you're messaging, you're trying to be your wittiest, your yeah. most available, your most whatever. And, and I've just, I think that in LA, I have met people organic. <laughs> and I have also met people through the apps and you know when you meet someone through an app you don't my biggest thing is when I'm dating someone I want to know how they handle themselves in a certain situation I want to see how they talk to their friends I want to see how they talk to the server at the restaurant sure, I want to see how they yeah. how they interact with other people because when you sure. see people socially and even if you like a picture pops up and you're like I'm not attracted to that person Maybe you're attracted to their personality. Exactly. Maybe that makes them more attractive to you. Exactly. So, so it is hard. And I've been on, I've been on hopeful bumble dates where people seem sweet, and then we just like don't click at all in person, and it's just, no. it's hard. It's very hard. And I understand there are a lot of people who do meet through bumble like one of my very good friends bailey she's like with her serious boyfriend now they met on bumble yeah no there's definitely been some Mm -hmm. some really you know there's some marriages that have flourished off of some of these dating apps it's funny you say that because my friend madry actually worked at a bridal shop for a hot second and she said that like the brides would come in and a lot of them she'd be like so how'd you meet your fiance and she's like oh we met on bumble we met on tinder we met on whatever it's the new age thing i mean Mm -hmm. because everybody's lives are so busy uh, and mm-hmm. and as good as that is it's also unfortunate too because we, we're so consumed with just so much stuff now and um mm-hmm. and it's it, it is a nice way especially out in la you know there's so many people and there's just so many things you can do it's a nice way to meet people and you know with my negative outlook on it i also there's a slight part of me that that does eventually i i feel like i will eventually join a dating app mm-hmm. um because i think it's a nice way to to meet people and to yeah. And to see what develops from that, it's it's definitely in no rush for me. Right, you know, I'm yeah. fresh uh, out of a relationship pretty much. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, it's, uh, I guess you can say me time. But again, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cut off anything that, that definitely speaks out. And yeah. I think dating app is, a dating app is kind of an outreach in a sense of like, okay, like I'm ready to date, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's when, it, when that time comes for me uh, is when I will definitely do that. Because uh, it. I did take a step and download a dating app. What did you download? I downloaded Hinge. I heard Okay. Hinge is pretty cool. I Everyone I talks hear. about Hinge. Yeah. Personally, I didn't love Hinge. I don't know why I didn't love it. A lot of people really, really like it. Okay. And I think that that is kind of the new... So we had Tinder. Tinder was a dating app. Yeah. Turned into a hookup app. Yeah. We have Bumble. Bumble was a dating app. Yeah. Kind of turned into a hookup app. I will straight up say I kind of... And I've I've talked about this on the podcast before. I went through my slutty phase. I I hit up a lot of dudes on Bumble. <laughs> and it also kind of is empowering because women get to talk first. So you get to like say a line, you're just like, yo, let's hook up. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, Are you a catfish? And you're like, No, I'm a real human being, literally <laughs> just looking for this. But I feel like Hinge has kind of come in to take the place of Bumble. 
where I feel like right now, especially, I feel like people are actually on Hinge because they're like, I don't want Tinder. I don't want Bumble. I actually yeah, want to date. Yeah. So I feel like you're getting into Hinge at a good time. Well, I'm not on it yet. I just downloaded the app. Oh, you just downloaded it? You yeah, haven't said it? No, it's just, on my, it's just on my iPhone. It's, it's just chilling there. Oh, that's so it's sweet. It's just like, yeah, it, it's, it, I haven't taken the next step and actually created a profile. And I probably won't for quite some time. I don't know. Um, I might get you real drunk and make your Hinge profile for maybe, you. Maybe. Because that knows? is honestly... By the end of this podcast, I could have a, a Hinge profile. So oh, stay tuned. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love creating boys dating profiles because I know what girls are looking for, yeah. and I will I will make you a good dating profile. Okay, I'll have to keep that in mind. Especially with my roommate, like she and I. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but Ross Clark, he was also on this podcast. She and I edited his dating profile, and you now he's up. it it actually did. He's dating someone, has been like seriously dating someone since we fixed his uh profile <laughs> so i'm not saying that ross and rainer are together because of natalie and me but also like ross and rainer are together because of <laughs> natalie and me so well, that's all you, i'm saying i think you brought up a good point though about these dating apps is like obviously looks are what attract you to talk to mm-hmm. somebody but yeah. it, it's more than that you need mm-hmm. more substance than just looks exactly and Dating apps, you know, obviously it's it's all look based. It's all like what you see through a screen. Mm-hmm. So it can be a, a little misleading or a lot mis- misleading, depending on who yeah. this person is. But it is cool because it does, especially in such a busy world that we live in, in a, in a busy nation for the most part you know like we are we're crazy we, we got are, so yeah. much stuff going on and and i hate doing the especially la sort of thing yeah, but like but especially true. la you guys, don't realize it until you it live tr- here you truly oh and and honestly if anyone had been like la is i think i did do this i think some of my friends moved to la before i did and they were like la is crazy and it's different i rolled my eyes and i was like you're literally here with all your friends you know so many people here. Everything's fine. And then yeah. I moved out here and I was like, oh God, everything is different. So and it gives you anxiety. Like it it's does. it's pretty crazy because there's yeah, you don't realize it. Like there's just it's 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 a great city because mm. the city itself is just endless with opportunities and endless with things that you can entertain yourself with and mm-hmm. and try new like I'm a foodie at heart. So like trying like new food places or uh-huh. like or like you know, there's just like within what like a ten to twenty square mile range. Like there's just unlimited hiking spots, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's just it's, it's insane. Like you and there's so it's many, everything all at once, all the time. Everything, yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you could drive you know a few hours north and see snow, and you can drive a few hours south and you know be right on the border of Mexico. Uh huh. You know, you can go to the beach and and you can go a little bit more inland and and see fall weather whenever mm-hmm. it's fall time. Like it's yeah. it is it's it's, a, it's an amazing. A state, it really is, but it can be. It definitely can become overwhelming in the sense of just there's so much that it has to offer. Yeah. And uh, when you're a person like me who has so many likes and interests and mm-hmm. can easily kind of have his attention pulled into something because it's it's just an interesting thing, it, mm-hmm. it can become a distraction to an to an extent. And yeah. It is. There's just a lot here. So, the dating app. It, it is nice because when you are so busy and you are so consumed in, in what you're out here for or mm-hmm. whatever it is, really, it is a nice way to be able to conversate with somebody and talk and set up 
a date rather than just hopefully meeting somebody out, you know, yeah. outside of here. Out in the wild. Out in the wild. Organically. <laughs> out in the wild. Organically. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all that being said. Yes. And I know that you just got out of a relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking about like, you know, the dating apps and all that. So I do have to ask you, mm-hmm. Jeff Verges. Yes. Do you believe in love? I do believe in love. You yeah. Do believe in love? I do. And I believe in love on many different levels. Mm-hmm. I think love is something that this world in general just kind of needs to embody a little more. You yeah. know, I think that people need to appreciate and and uh, respect and understand people for who they truly are, even if you don't completely agree with it, mm-hmm. you know, and have those differences. And uh, I do. Yeah, I do believe in love. Maybe it's just because I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. And I think you can have love, again, in, in many different forms and mm-hmm. in many different stages and in many different periods of your life um, and where those things fall in and, and how things uh, align, you know, is a mystery uh, only the universe itself knows, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I do. I do. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good answer. Is that something? Because so we've talked about how you're a hopeless romantic. Yeah. And obviously, I am too because I started this podcast. Yes. But uh, have you always been that way? Do you feel like there was a point where you were like, "I believe in love," or was it just like ever since you were like little, you were just like a lovey dovey kind of person? Yeah, I think I was just kind of raised that way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I again, I come from a very loving family. A very, very, very tight, you know, niche family. I mean, it's just basically me, my sister, my my mother and father. Everybody else has kind of uh, abandoned us for the for lack of better words, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it is what it is. But but us as a group, everything that we've endured, the love is there, you mm-hmm. know, and, and the respect is there. And I, I don't know. I think I've just always been that way, you know. Again, I'm I'm, I'm a mama's boy, and and <laughs> she, you know, she treated me and my sister just unbelievably you know mm-hmm. and my mom is such a really you know gives care and respect to, to anybody unless you don't unless you show you don't deserve it my yeah. dad on the other hand he's kind of like he's you know he doesn't trust anybody right. like he doesn't you know like like everyone's out you to screw you over yeah, yeah exactly. everyone's out to uh-huh. fuck you over and uh yeah i don't know i i do i i just believe um Again, love on many levels. You know, I love a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. I I truly care and respect and and will do anything for a lot of my friends. And then when it comes to you know a woman uh, that takes place in my life on on a uh, on more of just a friendship level, you know, I I like to spoil in a sense. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't mean spoil with gifts and, and things like that, but I just mean spoiling you with just, you know, affection. Yeah. You know, I'm a very affectionate person. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we have the five languages of love, mm-hmm. you know, and and everyone's different. And, yeah. and mine's definitely, you know, offer like words of affirmation and, and just kind of knowing like I got you, you got me type thing. Yeah. And... and but I, I like the, you know, I like to cuddle. Like, <laughs> I love that. I, I'm, well, a, I'm I, a cuddler, man. We're, like, well, we're talking, like, uh, uh, love languages. And I would say for sure that words of affirmation were mine for a while. But then it kind of, like, physical touch sort of, like, mm-hmm. 
like got that like it just I don't know it just sort of like booted. I think that most women are, are physical touch for sure. Yeah, well, it's and it's so funny. I once told a story to one of my friends about this guy that I've been dating, and uh, and later we were talking about love languages, and she goes, "It makes so much sense that your top love, like, and mine is like." physical touch and then barely under it like very very close is words of affirmation she goes it's so funny because when you told the story of like how y'all got together you did talk about like and then he put his hand on my back and then he did this and then he did this so like this is why i had the idea that like we were a thing maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. and so so it is very interesting and i actually took an undergraduate studies class at university of texas i almost just did the hookup even though no one could see it at all but except for you, you can enjoy yeah, it. There's see. the hook'em. Uh, <laughs> but we did talk about love languages, and it was very funny because my pr- professor told a story of this girl who was in a long-distance relationship with someone who was going to A&M while she was at UT, which is maybe like a two, three-ish hour drive away from each other. Yeah. And she talked to her about like, oh, well, I went to visit my boyfriend, and like, I don't know, we were there together, and... And, like, he really wasn't, like, telling me he loved me, and he didn't say, like, this stuff and this. And I was saying all of this stuff, and he wasn't really reciprocating. And she's like, okay, well, what else did you do on the trip? And she goes, oh, my God, he, like, booked us this, like, reservation at this really, really nice restaurant. And he bought us these concert tickets, and he did this, this, and that. And so it's very funny because she talked – she told her, she was like, well, your love languages are just different. Maybe he's not the person that – tells you all the time that he loves you but he shows you he's like a he's like a um gift giving i think mm-hmm. that that's one yeah. of them and so he has like presents or something exactly yeah. and so it's like well no he didn't necessarily tell you all these things but he showed you in very very many ways that he loved you and uh i just think that that's so funny how some people can just totally miss that like and i mean like i feel like you luck out when you're love languages words of affirmation because you're literally telling someone like i love you and i want to be with you and Mm. you know so that's kind of i guess the more obvious thing but gift giving and acts of service maybe people don't even see it i don't know no and everybody's different and i think it's important to to know uh your significant other's love language Mm -hmm. uh because everybody you know yeah everybody is different and you have to know how to be able to uh, reciprocate that back mm-hmm. and and also get it back to yourself too yeah um and, and i think this is something that you know most people are like really starting to dive into now or mm-hmm. over the past few years and starting to realize that everybody gets you know attains love in different ways mm-hmm. and um yeah, I don't, I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> oh, like we that. are love drunk ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, Jeff, if we figure out this crazy, like, L.A. dating thing and we, like, find the loves of our lives and all that jazz, I do have a question, and it is, are you going to get married and can I come? Yeah. It's funny. Marriage, to me, is such a... <sighs> I feel like this is going to sound negative, but it's such like a cult. It's like a dark cloud above okay. a relationship. Mm-hmm. I do believe in, um, in monogamy. Com- yeah. And, and just commitment and, uh-huh. and staying with somebody and, and being true to that. But I do believe that like being married through the state and through the church mm-hmm. is like, has this, this negative cloud over, over the relationship that all mm-hmm. of a sudden you feel stuck. You know, it should never feel like that. You should both should want to be in the relationship 
right. because you want it to be, not yeah. because you have to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I hate to use an example, but like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are like a perfect example. Mm-hmm. They are two people who have been together for I don't know how many years, and they're mm-hmm. not married, but they're yeah. you know like I believe in in I I I think marriage like like having a a reception and everything of that nature for your friends and family is great, but to legalize it through the state and through the mm-hmm. through the church, if that's your belief, is is just um, I don't know. I think it's just kind of a waste of money. Because okay. you you become you get married and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden like there's this you know like I said this cloud over you where like you have to stay together you have to stick it out and blah 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 and if you don't do that and if you and you decide to both go your separate ways then all of a sudden you have to spend more money to mm-hmm. get out of that relationship and, and then like, you have to to like separate the assets and all yeah, that yeah it's and, so ridiculous yeah. like to where it's just kind of be a mutual thing just like mm-hmm. like. You're mine, I'm yours type thing. And mm-hmm. still exchange rings or get rings tattooed on your fingers or whatever it is. You know, like I actually kind of find that. I was going to cool. say, are you are you going to tattoo a ring on your finger? Like, I think what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's so funny. I'm one of those people that like I, I've i always wanted like a little tattoo or mm-hmm. I, I don't have any tattoos. And I've always wanted one. I still think about getting one sometimes. Mm-hmm. There um, are, I'm just saying, and I know you're an actor, and I know you're, like, mm-hmm. nervous about getting a tattoo. There mm-hmm. are so many places that can be hidden. For sure. What my thing is, too, is, and this is going to sound funny, but... Oh, no. What do is you, it? Do you put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari? Oh, my God. It's a Bentley, and it's a Kim Kardashian <laughs> quote. Is How it? dare you? Yeah, do you I put a bumper... You, you don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley, and that's what no. Kim Kardashian says. Yeah, I've never Did you it. just come up with that in your brain, where you're like, you don't... Put up no, I, I did see it somewhere. It wasn't, uh, you know, the Kardashians uh, and all those fools, but I um, I did see it somewhere. I forget what it was, but it, it spoke out to me because it's true. Like, I don't know. I've always been, I'm a very um, picky to an extent, you know, mm-hmm. um, I won't even say to an extent. I am very picky. You and, are very picky. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to put something unless it really speaks out to me. And, and I I've think had ideas. I think we've talked about tattoos before where, and I mean, I have, I have three tattoos and they're all relatively well hidden. And yeah. one is for my dad who passed away when I was 18. One is my mom's handwriting. And then one is just for me. And it's a little bird that's right on my hip. If I could redo it, I'd probably make it a little daintier, but also I feel like dainty tattoos are really in right now. Like the yeah. very like minimal tattoos. But it was done, and I loved it. And I was like, cool. And so I think that whenever you decide to get a tattoo, you should think about what it would be like to get that tattoo removed. If you would be very upset to get that tattoo removed outright, then it's a tattoo that you should actually get. But if you would just be mad about, like, the money and the time and, like, whatever, then, you know, maybe you shouldn't get it. Yeah, I I guess that's what it is for me is I just haven't – I've had ideas. It's just nothing that has been – it's yeah it just hasn't been something that's like really been like no this is something that i need you know mm-hmm. and, and i i i've kept you know my mom's hand my mom has incredible handwriting and um it is something that i think i could see me getting tattooed mm-hmm. you know on you know after the unfortunate time when you know she passes away hopefully which isn't for years and years and years and years mm-hmm. but you know it's life i mean yeah. death does occur and it just has to be something that sticks out, I yeah. guess. And and nothing has really stuck out. I've had ideas, I've had little thoughts and, and things like that, but 
when it comes to 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 marriage and like getting a ring tattoo i think that's kind of cool i don't know i I think it's cool i mean obviously it'll it'll rub off a little easier Mm -hmm. um and fade away than than other parts of your body but Mm -hmm. i feel like materialistic things are is just like materialistic yeah you know it's it's really you can always lose it and you can always yeah there's not much to it it. exactly you know and when it comes to marriage like i i i do want to have uh uh a long-term significant other where mm-hmm. where we have kids and and have a family and mm-hmm. and develop you know something out of that develop yeah. i guess you could say like almost like a legacy out of that mm-hmm. like a, a a foundation would be a better word and yeah it's something i do plan for but i i don't necessarily see it happening through the state and potentially the church depending on her beliefs and you know right. what what i want to go through but but that being said, if you found someone and she just happened to be like super fucking Catholic or like whatever, and she's like, hey, I love you. And I, the only way that we can do this is if we get like married in the Catholic church and we do all the shit. Like, is that something that you'd be willing to do? Or are you just. Yeah, oh. it would. Yeah, no, it would. And it's, it's funny that you say that because, uh, yeah, I mean, my, my ex was kind of like that. And, um, really? yeah, I mean, she, you know, she's very religious and I respect that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in, uh, creation and, and just faith based, I guess you could say, but I'm yeah. not to the, uh, I'm not by the book. You know? Yeah. I've never, I, I, wa- I was raised like that. I was raised, yeah. raised as a Catholic and. And I went to, you know, Catholic school and everything like that. And I didn't know you went to Catholic school. Yeah, yeah. I went to, it was called CCD. I don't okay. know if that's like a thing everywhere. But yeah, it was called CCD, know. basically, where you go like on Saturdays. I would miss my Saturday cartoons. Ugh, and, ridiculous. you know, have to learn about Jesus and all kinds of other stuff. Wait, but did you, did you have your Sundays? Did you do other shit on Sundays? Because my Sundays yeah. were always the one that were like. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on, it was either on, maybe it was on Sundays, but. Uh, it was Saturdays or Sundays, but I, I you know, I, took, I had my communion and I, I, I did my confirmation and all that, mm-hmm. but then I started to just realize that it, you know, I don't know. It's just, to me, the, the world works more off of energy and, and off of, um, just good morals. I feel like if yeah. you're just a good person and you treat people with respect and understanding and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, generosity, I think that no matter what your religion is, that, that, that's, you know, that speaks I think probably my belief is that we're all a little bit right and we're all a little bit wrong. For too. sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what the fuck do we know? You yeah. know what I mean? Like 10 years from the, now, a the lot of The whole things... ass universe and we have it figured out? Like, there's no fucking way. No. But at the same time, there are little things here and there where I do feel God or presence or For whatever sure, yeah. in my life. And so, uh, but yeah, it's it's something where it's like, it's a it's a spirituality that's driving me on. And I cannot believe that after we die there's just nothing you know like i I just i cannot believe i cannot bring myself and and you know not to to play the dead dad card or anything but i'm like i don't believe there is an existence where i don't see my dad again you know it's and that's how it is and uh i don't know we just this is love drunk but then it turned into religion drunk so (laughs) (laughs) spirituality (laughs) drunk but i do believe that like I love astrology and I love like fucking yeah. crystals and I love like getting my fucking tarot read. Like, you know, yeah, like let's yeah. do all that. But I feel like it's, I feel God in all of those things. For sure. You know? I think, yeah. I, I feel like that's what what it is. I feel like, you know, the, the, the word God or, or the, 
the term or however you want to put it, mm-hmm. it, it likes makes it specific and it's not, I don't yeah. think it is specific. I think God is everything around us. I think that mm-hmm. it's, it, it's what we embody and, and what we share, you know, when it comes to life, I think life is all in one, you yeah. know, and I'm not trying to like get on some crazy spiritual journey right now, you know, <laughs> while we're drinking tequila and talking about love. But I definitely think we accidentally did that. Yeah, <laughs> but it, you know, it's true. Though. But I like, love it. I yeah. do. But that's, I mean, that's the point of love drunk is to talk about all this weird this shit. Stuff, yeah. And yeah. I, don't know, I just, I, I think that ultimately if you're a good person, if you do the best that you possibly can and just treat people with respect mm-hmm. and, and, have gratitude for where you're at and you know i mean we're we're in fucking america we're mm-hmm. we're in california we're in los angeles Ugh. california right now yeah. recording us talking about love and our experiences mm-hmm. like what a blessing that is you know that is yeah and um is. you know to realize that and to to also um yeah i don't know just to to embody the fact that that's what we're here for you know we're here to grow and learn and love and and to care and share figure our weird shit out yeah i mean nobody i did i told you that i was like we're here to create and we're here to make art and we're here to we were put on this planet to produce beautiful things maybe you did no i 100 percent did i remember that i did you will say you did (laughs) cheers to that hey cheers to that clink right into the (laughs) microphone oh my gosh that was a weird tangent we all went on. Mm-hmm, um, I'm mm-hmm. really glad we made that journey together, guys. I really yeah. appreciate it. I, I love it. Again, what the question was? It was what was it about marriage, right? Like, it was, was... are you gonna get married and can I come? Yeah, so you could definitely come. Yay! Uh, and will I get married? Yes. Will it be in a in a church and mm-hmm. all that stuff? I don't know. It depends on, I just, on the girl's even, beliefs. Even if you want to have literally just like a, I found this girl and here's a party for That's all our friends. That's kind of what I want to do. Honestly, Amazing. Because you know what? I've seen. I've had friends get married and mm-hmm. I've and, and even my sister, you know, like mm-hmm. I've seen just like the stuff that they go through to like make this like quote unquote party. You know, yeah. that's basically what it is. It's like yeah. a glorified it's a party. Party, it's party of people coming together and becoming, you know, unified and mm-hmm. and it, it's a shame because that should be the day for for the two people that it's about, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's actually about everybody else and mm-hmm. everybody else enjoying themselves and then you always see the bride and and the groom just running around crazy and, and making yeah. sure everything's lined up. And uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, it's just miserable. Like, no, I, I, I do. I, I mean, obviously, I want to celebrate the the coming together of, of two people mm-hmm. and, and creating uh, life, you know, amongst that. You yeah. know, like, actually, like, you know, like, the, the idea of, like, creating a fucking human is just yeah. crazy, you know? Like, oh, my wild. God. You take two pieces of a person, you that's make a new crazy. person. That's absolutely it's insane so to me. It's so It's wild. absolutely crazy. Um, what I will say about weddings is that I would love to make my actual ceremony as short as possible, but also I love attention. So I don't know how <laughs> short it's actually going to be, but, like, the party is the thing to me, I feel, where it's, like... Hey, yeah, because this guy and I, like, we fucking know we love each other. Like, yeah, we don't need to stand yeah. up there for two hours and do communion and do no, all that bullshit. No. exchange your vows. Exactly. Like, you already I have mean, said, like, what you kind of need to say. Uh-huh. Like, so know. I, so we'll do, we'll do, like, 
I'll walk down the aisle and everyone will look at me for because attention and uh and I'll be wearing a beautiful dress that looks like a cupcake and then I'll like walk down and we'll do our vows and then we'll just fucking party for the That's rest what it's of the about. night. It's a celebration of, yeah. of two people coming together. Exactly. And and again, I I do believe in it, but I don't believe in it in in like uh a mandated, I guess, if that's the right word, you know, mm-hmm. sense. Uh, Let's get the law involved so you can't Yeah, leave. like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Just another way for the for the state it, uh-huh. to make money. And it's just, yeah. that's ridiculous, you know. Yeah, uh, honestly, as long as you have a party, I just have that's to be it. invited. Like, that's and it. I've had some friends who've budgeted right and have done it, in mm-hmm. my opinion, right, where it's like they got married basically on their own and then they threw, mm-hmm. like, a little party. And then uh you know where it was like maybe maybe just like very very tight like family and friends like Mm -hmm. a couple friends and then after that they you know waited like a like six months to a year and like threw a bigger party like Mm -hmm. like on a beach or something like that or you know even my sister like she they they budgeted it and to my opinion they budgeted wisely and mm-hmm. and did it in a sense to where it wasn't too cost effective but yeah. it was still a good bit of money like yeah i mean you're talking like to me like i don't care like i don't know you have some people spending like you know over 50 like over 25 50 grand for mm-hmm. for an, a wedding like even 10 or 15 like that's still a lot of money yeah and i know money uh, is really only so much but at the same time like you need that and, yeah no and, you do and need you can that do and to a buy a house or like yeah, to start or to a future or whatever. or whatever it is like yeah. i have always said that i don't want to have a wedding until i can afford the things i want and there are only certain things that i really want and maybe if we don't have a dinner that's fine if we have like a little cocktail hour you can have some little snackies that's fine yeah, that's um a little snackies I 100% have to have an open bar because I would not disrespect my friends to not have an open bar. Mm. You get whatever the fuck you want, I'm getting married. I know it does, but I would rather, I would straight up rather have an open bar than like a sit down meal. Shit, like the the one, so my buddy, a really good buddy of mine got married Mm. um, and they had their reception down in Myrtle Beach. So not only did they have it in Myrtle Beach where people had to travel and, and set up you know, lose money in the mm-hmm. fact of like missing out on work and, and spending money oh, on, yeah, on the course. fact of like being down in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. But they also were, they had a, you know, reception at this venue and it was a lot of people and they, and, you know, it was, they had like uh, food and everything mm-hmm. and it was an open bar. And like, I remember him mm-hmm. telling me that like, you know, when it comes to uh, tradition, right. usually like the, the, the female's parents pay or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's typical I don't know if that goes with religion or, or just the I don't know what it is. It's, it, but I, I do think it's a very old, like, yeah, it's, it's a thing where it's like, all right, we pay so you take our daughter and, like, yeah, like bring our daughter, her to something yeah, greater or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I think well, they, I think it might be a religious they thing. They dropped, like, over, they dropped, like, 30 grand oh on my fucking, God. yeah, that's what I'm saying, on drinks. That's, that's just like drinks. How- that's just open drinks? bar. No. Oh yeah. Incorrect. Oh yeah. No. Because uh-uh. they had like a hundred plus people there. Everyone's buying. Everyone's getting like scotch on the rocks and all this shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just, that stuff adds up. You know. Because I'll be engaged for years I before mean, I will. I will allow that. Oh to happen. my gosh! I will never lo- allow that to happen. I mean, you and I. You know, we work in the in the service industry. And we we see, do. And we see markups. You know, mm-hmm. like most of the time, it's it's you're talking four hundred percent on yeah. on liquor you know so what uh-huh. you buy 
you might buy in the store for ten dollars, you're easily paying forty, forty five dollars in a well, in a restaurant. Well, and... I will also say that when I worked in Austin, South mm-hmm. by Southwest, we had specific South by Southwest menus that marked everything up by like two or three dollars. Oh yeah, and that's and you know that's how that's how businesses run. For and sure, that's how they make money. Yeah, you know, there's, there's so many things that they have to pay out for too. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the only way that they can make profit in any mm-hmm. sense is is by marking it up that much you know mm-hmm. you have to pay everybody and you still have to come out on top with making money um, yeah jeff and i are starting a business we're gonna we start are. a wedding business uh, where we're gonna give you the liquor directly and it's gonna be a lot less expensive mm-hmm. but it's gonna be cheap it's gonna be like vladimir yeah exactly <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna feed all your party guests uh, everclear and they're gonna get shit. so fucked up they're not even gonna remember your wedding that brings back a lot of memories, for sure. Tell me about your memories of Everclear. Tell me. We Not got necessarily time. Everclear, but uh, Vladimir and, like, Blue Wave. Yeah. And, like, what were the... So, you're from Pittsburgh originally. Yeah, yeah. What was your... What was your trashy drink of choice? Pittsburgh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my trashy drink of choice? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was by choice. Uh, it was I mean, not much... of choice, but it's like, what's your what's your trashy drink? Tell me, because mine was for sure it was Taka and Everclear, and those were two different Fuck. types of vodka. Um, so <laughs> ours was a uh, jeez, it was uh, probably Vladimir, mm-hmm. Purple Wave, Blue Wave. Are those like vodkas or Mad they... Dog? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah, they're like. Uh, Why are all the trashy ones vodka? Why is it? I don't know. Because it's cheap. You know, it I is. feel like oh, vodka, God. you can definitely get the cheapest on. Uh-huh. Because uh, it's more of like a common drink. Right. Natty ice, you know. Ugh. Yeah, that was that was what we were into when yeah. we were like 18, 19. Well, also, so I came from, so Texas is pretty much a dry state where you mm. could only get liquor from liquor stores and all of the liquor stores are closed on sunday and i actually came from a dry county tarrant county uh where you couldn't find liquor nearly anywhere yeah and it it was not sold like there were specific liquor stores but you could not get it in a grocery store so i still like cannot get over that i can walk into a ralph's and like buy liquor yeah no i mean uh pittsburgh was like that for a very long time probably Mm -hmm. actually until uh a little bit before i moved out here Mm -hmm. um it was yeah, it was pretty much liquor stores only. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can get like a six pack from a bar or something. Uh-huh. Uh, but then eventually they started selling uh, liquor and uh, not even really liquor, but mainly like wine and beer in, in local grocery stores. Right. And that was probably like a year or two before I moved out here. Yeah, but for the most part, it was, yeah, liquor stores were closed on Sundays. Eventually, uh, after I hit 21, there was a like one or maybe two liquor stores that were open on Sundays, but they were a little bit of a trek. I mean, not right. n- nothing crazy, especially once you live out in LA. Like, <laughs> once you live out in LA, you drive everywhere for anything. That is the biggest thing is that, like, when I was in Austin, <laughs> 15 minutes was, was like, like, oh my God. So it was such annoying. a big deal. I know. And also, I'm from Texas, so I'm used to driving mm-hmm. like four hours and still being in Texas. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing. I will also say that I did go to a wedding this last summer, and I remember we stopped at Bucky's, and Bucky's is a big Southern thing. It's like a big, it's like a convenience store, but it's as like it's giant. It's yeah, so yeah. huge, 
and uh and my friend Jordan, her mom, didn't know that I had never been to Bucky's. And so she said, Oh, we'll probably stop at Bucky's for gas, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh, I've never been to Bucky's. And she's like, You've never been to Bucky's? Oh my gosh, it's like an experience. And we went in, and I'm not kidding. They, so you can't sell beer until noon on Sundays. And the wedding was on a Sunday. And we went into this Bucky's, and they had the beer like locked up. There was like a line of people waiting to buy beer from this Bucky's between Austin and San Antonio, which is like a two and a half hour drive. But there were people lined up waiting for them to unleash the beer on this Sunday. Like Texas is a wild place. Like I don't. Yeah, I've heard. Truly. Yeah. I've drove, uh, I, you know, to move out here, I drove cross country from Pittsburgh to mm-hmm. To LA, and I drove through uh, Texas, but I just wait. Drove why? Through, I drove through the top part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say it was like that's. I feel like no, that's not necessary. I'm um, drawing a blank right now from a little under the influence, but no, it's. Um, have we been drinking at all? No, not no. At all. Uh, no, we're a hundred percent sober. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um. Uh, damn. What was it called? It had. Uh, it's like I drove through like where Cadillac ranches, like where. Uh, there's like upside, like there's like Cadillacs face down into the the sand. Oh my god! Wait, no, um, I know exactly what you're talking a. about. It starts with an A. Oh no! But basically, the top of Texas. Yeah. I didn't drive through like the heart of Texas because right. that would have taken like a whole day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it would have. No, Texas seriously. is giant. It's huge. It's huge. Because um, I lived in, I live, I'm from North Texas. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Austin, which is central texas and that drive is like three to four hours depending yeah fuck i know exactly what you're talking about but i i can't i can't bring it to mind starts with an a it'll come to me Mm -hmm. one day literally we're gonna be at work one day and you're just gonna be like "Ah, this is what it's called oh my god just insert a random clip anyway yeah he drove through texas (laughs) yeah So usually this is the point on the podcast that I ask, Mm -hmm. Jeff, do you have anyone you would like to, like from your past, that you would like to low-key curse? And I'm not saying like we wish death or dismemberment on the podcast, but is there anyone in your past that you would like to wish just like a little, just like a little low-key curse? Like, um... No, probably not, to be honest. Oh, I hate that. I hate that you're so much more mature than I am. I hate that. I don't really wish too much ill on, on anybody. I don't know. I don't think it's... There's no sense to it. Um... Boo, <laughs> no, boring. 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 I'm doing a thumbs down into the microphone. I hope you can hear yeah, my thumbs down into the, the microphone. That's the nice guy coming out. I don't know. I just... Uh, you know, I, th- I feel like whatever... Or yeah, whatever bad omens or or, or uh, negative things come to somebody, I feel like that is just deserved on on their part and and their doing. I uh, I don't w- I don't wish terrible things upon anybody. Um, we hate Jeff. <laughs> just kidding. We obviously don't hate Jeff. Jeff is great. Um, okay, that's fine. Whatever. So you were in. So you were in a long distance relationship yes, in LA. Yeah. Tell me about long distance relationships. I'm truly just Ugh. interested because I have no idea what that's like it's at all. Rough. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to do because you know you have you both are like kind of living separate lives while mm-hmm. uh, trying to maintain a life together, mm-hmm. and you know it, it can be done. People have done it. I did it for two years and. Mm-hmm. 
we i don't even want to say i did it we did it for two years yeah and it was it it worked out you know but it's a hard thing it's it's very tasking what happened you know what happened is our our relationship was it it was based off of more communication and Mm -hmm. and more of of talking and and getting to know each other on like a deeper level and which was great but at the same time you know whenever you long for touch and you long for you know that that physical nature of of a relationship Mm -hmm. it's a little hard yeah Um, and uh yeah especially in the industry that i'm in you know i'm an actor and uh it's a hard thing when it comes to self-esteem because you know your significant other can easily fall into the idea of like you know you're gonna leave for somebody else or Mm -hmm. or you're in this part or role uh where you have to be affectionate towards this other person and, and it's hard to for our minds to decipher the fact of like this is play and this is reality unless yeah. you are an actor or unless you do understand that nature you know that it's a weird mm-hmm. thing it's a it's a weird line and um it's hard man i mean anyone who's who's doing it i i commend you mm-hmm. hard and i i'm definitely rooting for y'all um and anyone that it's not working out with you know it, it's just kind of the nature of the beast and yeah it is. It's hard because what happens is, you know, you're your people. You're two people who are attracted to each other, and you're two people who, upon that attraction, have to develop a relationship up, like amidst that yeah. attraction, and mm-hmm. and you become best friends with this person, and yeah. and like when you lose that, you're not only losing someone that you like were attracted to and and cared about in a in a romantic sense but you also care about this person in a friendship sense and like that's hard that is so hard i mean Mm -hmm. my ex and i like we you know we really opened up to each other and told each other things that you know most people in our friends group don't know or or that we care to share and talk about and Mm -hmm. and when you lose that you know a breakup is is a breakup it's it's rarely ever a pretty thing. Yeah. You know, if it's a pretty thing, then it obviously wasn't a relationship. Even if it's amicable, relationship. like it's not yeah, necessarily it's just, like the easiest no, thing it's to just, go through. No, it's, it's a mess and it's hard. And, and you're you're both trying to continue like the friendship aspect. But mm-hmm. if you're truly in love with each other, that's like an impossible thing to do. Yeah. And I think that's where we were both at. At least for me, I can say that. You know, I, I cared you know, so deeply about this girl and, and, um, deeper than I ever really thought that I could or def- deeper than I ever did with anybody else, you know? And, and that's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to separate yourself from like, Oh, we're not together anymore. And like, shit, we can't be friends anymore because like, I still feel some type of way, yeah. you know? Uh, and it's that, it's that time that you have to take between, uh, Man. being in a relationship and being friends again and it's hard and and i will say that the last person that i was involved with like that was the hardest thing about it was missing that friendship and missing that person that you could talk to about anything and then you're like fuck i can't do that anymore yeah you it's know? hard and yeah. you both find yourselves like trying to reach out to each other and then when you do talk to each other it's like usually not on a good note because yeah. the relationship comes back into the aspect and, and you start talking about you know, uh, like what ifs and what could have and what should have and everything basically. Mm-hmm. And, and 
it's a hard thing to face, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, anybody who does it now, and I do know some people who who are doing it well, and uh, or know of some people who are doing it well, and I can I commend them so much because mm-hmm. it, it is it's a very hard thing to do because yeah. you're living two separate lives, especially as an actor. You know, I'm mm-hmm. out here, you know, is, connecting. Is she also an actor? No, she she's not? not. No, she. Okay. No, she's. Yeah, no, she's uh, a little bit more humble in the aspect of normalcy. And I don't mean that in a negative sense. I just oh, mean, no, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, she's just more of like comfort and stability and, mm-hmm. and uh, riding the wave of mm-hmm. like kind of like what you go to college for and blah, blah, blah. And me, if I've I always could been. If I that, I would. I know. I and know. I, I'm truly not trying to put people down for that. And, and it's something that I even talked to yeah, my mom about in, in my in my darkest days, I talk to her about like maybe i should just fucking move home like i don't know mm. and she's like would you be happy doing anything here no that's a thing and i'm like no i wouldn't be and that's mm-hmm. and that's what you have to realize is that when you have like this especially for artistry and you know whatever that fucking sounds dumb but it's but whenever you have this passion for something it's like this is the only thing that can make me happy no and that's yeah i mean that's where it's at i mean it's it's hard to choose yourself sometimes, mm-hmm. and and that's really what you have to do. Because uh, I moved out here for, for a specific reason, and I am a creative person. I am an artist, you know. And as as LA as that may sound, you know, it's true. I I, I I'm a creative person. I, I like to express myself in that sense, whether yeah. it's through you know acting or music or art or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And some people. You know, they understand it, but they don't completely understand it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just becomes a weird thing, you know, because, yeah, I mean, when I look at, I mean, yeah, I could, I could move home, back home, and I could uh, live this normal life. And, and I'm not dogging the normal, you no. know, this normalcy, no, no, but no, I, I just don't think that I was put on this earth for this earth for that i yeah. i don't i i it's it's a feeling you get and it's a it it's is. a sense that you it's get in your, like your presence did you go to college like no judgment either way but like i did not no okay. what i've also noticed is that <laughs> i'll be looking at this and i'm like shit i hope this works out because like i literally have a theater and dance degree like i don't have like i have a i have a bachelor's but i look at it and i go i have never been prepared for anything else in my life so i've truly just created myself for this purpose yeah and i sure fucking hope it works out because it will but i don't but but that's the thing is i feel like uh and i don't well i got this in college but i don't know if you got this ever but it i I mean i'm just saying that a lot of people are like you can't have a second plan you can't have a plan b you have to 110 percent devote yourself to plan a yeah. and that's what i've been doing and and i feel like that's what you've been doing too where it's like sure. this is this is my plan and this is my future and this is what i'm doing and that makes things complicated because you have to put yourself first in every single situation yeah no it does I do agree with that to an extent. I think that you should have primary focus on what what it is that you're after. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a plan B or C or whatever you want to call it, I don't think is a bad thing to have. It's just not to sell yourself short. Yeah. I think having a plan B is good in a sense of like it's keeping you open as, I, I don't know, I'm very business oriented, you know, which can 
can kind of work in my favor, especially in the sense of like, no matter what you do, whether it's with acting, modeling, or business, you know, everything's a business. Everything comes down to to business. I mean, yeah. That's really all it is. When and you make yourself a business, it's horrifying. <laughs> it is. And, and um, you know, I think it's okay to have ideas to fall back on. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to sell yourself short and thinking like, okay, I need to have this ready in case this doesn't work out. Mm. Because when you tell yourself in case it doesn't work out, then you're already basically setting yourself for fail- yourself up for failure. You yeah. know what I mean? And Well, that's what I'm talking about when it's like don't have a plan B where it's like if you're talking about like this is my backup plan, yeah. you'll fall back on the backup plan. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I – so just to use acting uh, as an example – I'm a creative person. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I play music, I sing, mm-hmm. and and I like creating creating art and just any type of way. You're that, kind of stuff in there for a second. I, I like know. creating. I like creating. <laughs> I like creating. <laughs> is art. it is it because you've been talking to me for a while? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Texas coming out. It's the Texas. Um, uh... You know, no, like I I get thoughts when it comes to like poems or 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 writing or whatever it is like i think no matter who you are no matter what you do i think it's important to be creative but especially Mm -hmm. when when creativity is at like the the top priority for Mm -hmm. yourself as what you want to do yeah i think it's important to kind of spread your wings in a sense of like being creative in any sense that you can but also knowing what you're good at and like what your niche is and um yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was really going with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. We're talking about career drunk. We're talking about after drunk. We're, yeah. It's a... It's, uh, but I, I do love that this has gone so many different ways. But uh, I will reel it back and we'll talk yeah, about... Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about love songs and breakup songs. Love tell songs me, and breakup Tell songs. me about your oh, favorite yeah. love song. Tell me about your favorite breakup song. Also, you're a musician, so like, tell me if you've written any love songs or if you've written any breakup songs. I feel like a lot of the songs that I've written has come out of love, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I've, I haven't really written any breakup songs. Oh man, <laughs> love songs, love songs and breakup songs, like shit you like to listen to when you're in love, and then also when you're sad about love. You know, I would say the two people that come to mind are Bruno Mars. Okay. My man Bruno Mars. Hell yeah. Uh, voice of an angel. Uh huh. Oh, and, truly. And also, uh, City in Color, uh, Dallas Green. Okay. Um, if you don't know him, he is uh, a phenomenal singer songwriter mm-hmm. who once came from a uh, post, I guess you would say post hardcore emo band mm-hmm. called Alex is on Fire. And um, he ended up starting his own solo project called City in Color. And he also does, uh, he did an album with Pink. Uh, called him and her which okay. is great They're, they both have songs that resonate with me uh on, on a sense of uh breakups especially mm-hmm. um i i'm definitely a music person when it comes to like setting the tone for whatever i'm doing or what i'm doing right and or what i'm going through and uh those two have definitely been been people that i've leaned on uh alan stone is just another one yeah, as as for like specific songs, the girl <laughs> by uh, the girl by Sitting Color, mm. uh, it's it, it's really good. It basically just talks about. I feel like it's very relatable with my life. Uh, mm-hmm. Just basically saying like I'm going after these these big things, these dreams, and and I have a girl or once had a girl who was 
you know, uh, in support of that, but on the sidelines in a sense of just like kind of being there mm-hmm. and uh, supporting it. And that I recognize the fact that she's supporting it and that she's on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, do, you have any, do you have any like breakup songs specifically that you're like, I feel like, okay, you did like kind of recently go through a breakup I did, and I do, yeah. I, but I don't believe that you didn't have any like sad boy songs that you listened to. No, I did. Tell me your sad boy songs. Actually, I watched The Star Is Born. I'm a huge, I'm a huge uh, advocate on on watching movies, especially movies like A Star Is Born and, and things that are like really hyped up. I like to watch them after the hype has died down because uh-huh. it doesn't set the bar so high for myself because yeah. I feel like I set the bar so high and then I go in and it's good but it's like a little disappointing because I'm like oh like this. Well, was that's up. the hardest thing is that like when yeah. the when the hype is so you know it's yeah it's so high it's too much yeah um but uh you know a star is born is great uh there's some really uh really good songs on there for just romanticism in general Mm -hmm. uh ray lamontage i think is how you pronounce his name um he has a song called such a simple thing Mm -hmm. it is great who else i found this girl she's definitely underground well, well, not this, not the one that I was just about to say, but Maggie Rogers is one. Oh, Maggie, Maggie Rogers. Rogers is Wait, great. what is what's a Maggie Rogers song that you love? Oh, uh, well, her new album is phenomenal. It um, is. It's very good. I would say "Light On." Light, Light on, on is so good. It's a good song. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a breakup song because it's basically saying like, "Hey, like we broke up, but like keep this mm-hmm. keep this on and available just in case we do come back." Yeah. Uh, Niamza is one. I should mm-hmm. not to wait on her which is kind of cool <gasps> that's yeah, cool yeah uh for people who are listening uh she's spelled n-j-o-m-z-a and she has like such a cool vibe to her she's like kind of like jenny aiko and like uh SZA. she has that like real like i don't know just like ambient vibe to her i will just say that jeff has been drinking straight tequila and he can still spell the names of people he likes so i'm just gonna say like if if he went through all that trouble of spelling the name like you should go look them up yes that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying it's Uh, fine whatever breakup song uh dean lewis he has a song called be all right basically it just talks about like like it is what it is and like Mm. your friends and your pals are basically saying like hey man like it's time to move on and everything's gonna be okay yeah i don't know i'm a very I listen to music for everything that I do. Whether and it's I'm I'm like a I'm like a YouTube video kind of person. Like I, I need something in the background. Like how I got through all of Grey's Anatomy was that just every time I was doing something I put that on in the background. So yeah. I'm a I'm a TV show kind of person. Okay, so are, okay. you're a music kind of person where you I just am. put that on in the background? Yeah, like I have music usually running mm-hmm. almost twenty four you know, or however long I'm up during a day, it's uh-huh. usually, it depends on what I'm doing. Right. You know, if I'm, if I'm working on sides for an audition or for class or whatever it is, I'm usually listening to like instrumental music. Well, that's the um, shit is like, I feel like if there's anything playing at all, like I'm distracted. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Like you're distracted in a good sense or a bad well, sense? No, and, and no, in a bad sense where it's like, I'm trying to learn these lines and like, I'm, I will say... Well, are you listening to it with lyrics? Because that's my thing. Is like I listen to, if I'm reading 
sides or if I'm like reading a mm-hmm. script or I'm working on lines, it's all instrumental music. It's no vocals because vocals become In- distracting. Instrumental. It has to be instrumental or lyrics that I know so well that they're so ingrained in my brain that I don't You're even not think even paying about them anymore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But like if I'm working out, sometimes, fuck. I mean, I'll listen to like, jeez, anything. Um, but mostly it's like hip hop. Uh, things that just make me feel like <laughs> like I'm like in jail, like trying to survive <laughs> for my life. You know. What I mean? like, Wait, okay, this is the thing. I'm drunk enough to ask you this. So, yeah. Jeff, yes. I I've creeped on your photos. Okay. I will just ask you: Did you have an eyebrow piercing at one point? I did have an eyebrow piercing at one point. Okay. Yeah. I had an yeah. eyebrow piercing. Mm-hmm. I had my ears pierced. Uh, yeah i was never gonna like say these things straight up but like Mm -hmm. we've been drinking a lot of tequila so i'm just gonna be like i feel like you had your ears pierced i feel like you had your eyebrows pierced just from the evidence that i did i was i was a little bit of a bad boy were you Uh, like a scene kid i was a scene kid i played in a post-hardcore band (gasps) i i screamed and played drums for for wait you were a drummer oh yeah that was like my thing that might be my favorite thing about you at this point that's like probably my best instrument for sure is drums and then you know over the past few years has been singing and playing guitar and Mm -hmm. and anybody listening may 16th i'm doing uh my first little live acoustic uh hell yeah i don't know if they're letting us do a song or two yet but how many ever songs but uh, i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be for my management company they're they're throwing off a really cool benefit show for uh actors and, and all the proceeds go to an actor's fund. I forget mm-hmm. the name of the fund, but it's in Vitello's in Studio City. Definitely come out and check it out. Uh, everyone who performed last time was great, and I actually get a chance to perform this time. So, Yay! I'm going to be yeah. posting more about this info. I'm 100% going to go. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% going to support you, uh, but I'll post I'll post more about Yeah, I'm cool. literally pointing down as if it's like <laughs> the info it's in the description. <laughs> check it uh, out. Come check it out. No, but I will, I will post everything because I... I always do a little thing where it's like follow this or like do this, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was uh, yeah, I had a, I had an eyebrow piercing, ear piercing. <laughs> I was a little bit of a scene kid for sure. I was I was I was kind of bad. Definitely got into some trouble. Were you? Uh, was it like anti nice boy? Like you just decided that you were gonna just no, be like I a just bad boy? Was or what hanging happened? Hanging out with the wrong people at the wrong time. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely have a few charges. what yeah 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 this is new things that i'm Mm -hmm. discovering about jeff walk me through the eyebrow piercing who convinced you to do that it was something that i wanted to do i don't know i was it was between that and the lip and the reason why i didn't do the lip is because first of all i got some big ass lips a big ass (laughs) bottom lip uh i'm not gonna lie i do and i know for a fact i'm a really good kisser (gasps) have you been told I've been told, but I'm just like confident in that too. Also, high five. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm I just, just I'm also like, I've been told I'm a very good kisser. So like, when people tell you that, you're just like, all right, I'm just gonna yeah. put that in the bank, yep. and I'm just gonna like use Got that it. to feed my ego. Yep. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was between the lip or the eyebrow, and um, I didn't want uh, any marks around my lips. I guess you could say. And uh, I don't know, just the eyebrow seemed cool at the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had it for a few years. You know what's funny is my body does not take well to piercings. Really? Yeah, my body is like, it it, he- it tries to heal fast. So like ear piercings and eyebrow, like anything that I've ever had pierced, mm-hmm. it's tried to like close over. Like I've had my ears pierced. Yeah, like for the most part, I had both ears 
pierce it at the same time. So mm-hmm. I would have like the double hoops or whatever you want to mm-hmm. have. And um, they would never really take well. Like I would have to get what is it the the type of metal that's uh like hypoallergenic. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hypoallergenic metal, and but still my my ears would try to like close over the piercing because it just it didn't take well. I just yeah. wanted to heal. My eyebrow was the same way, and I like I had my eyebrow piercing for probably like probably like two years and it never really scarred to the fact where it was like a scarred piercing it, yeah. it was trying to heal and close up itself so eventually i just took it out and it, and it closed yeah i got my nose pierced and it's something that i'm still a little like anxious about i guess because i got my nose pierced and i have such sensitive skin you're, you're looking for it right now but uh I so i do have like a little spot on my nose i did put on like i cannot see it at all okay cool well i put on powder so I really wanted to get my nose pierced, and, and so it was Easter of, like, 2013, mm-hmm. 2014, maybe. I got my nose pierced, and my face immediately, like, rejected it. Uh, it was fine for a little while because I had a stud, and then I tried to do a ring because the ring is what I really wanted to do. Yeah. And then it just fucking was like, nope, and I got, like, a keloid, and it just, like, had a huge yeah. bump on my nose, and it was just... I have sensitive skin. I can't do face piercing. No. And then I took it out and it just like, it just, it healed over and I have a little scar on my nose. Did you get the keloid removed? No, I mean like I literally took out the piercing and then just like dealt with it after that. You say that like, because I have very sensitive skin too. Mm -hmm. And I pierced my ears on my own (laughs) a few times. Oh yeah. Jeff, no. Oh yeah. Jeff, no. And, And so I had scar tissue build up in my left ear. And the last time that I pierced my ears, I had my buddy pierce it for me. Ridiculous. And he pierced through the keloid and it pushed the, or pushed, or he pierced through the uh, scar tissue and it mm-hmm. pushed the scar tissue out to make oh, a keloid. Oh, no. And I had this, like, this little fucking bubble bump. Like this on, bubble. Yeah. That's what I had on my nose. I had it. it yeah. So I actually ended up having it removed. Um, now, for, like, the eyebrow and stuff, I just took that out and the stuff closed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had... Yeah, I had some piercings. I wanted to get, like, my nipples pierced at one time. It was <gasps> weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm an adventurous spirit, I guess you can say, to an extent. You Jeff, know, I like... feel like the problem with this podcast is you and I have just been talking about shit we want to talk about. <laughs> it's, it's not like even, like, like, love-related at all. Yeah. It's, like, a little bit of love. Sorry, y'all. Isn't love, like, everything around us, you know? Ugh. We're done with him. We're <laughs> done with him forever. <laughs> So Jeff, like, what are you looking for right now? Like, what's what's going on in Jeffland? Tell me, tell oh. me, dating wise, like, what you're looking for. I don't even. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking for somebody to just chill and have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, someone that I get along with, someone to explore LA with, uh, mm-hmm. someone to enjoy delicious food with, because mm-hmm. I am a foodie. Um, Jeff as a foodie can confirm. Oh I do. Gosh. I'm a friend of his on Snapchat. He only posts food there. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm a thin guy, but I can crush some food, and I just want a companion that can do the same, <laughs> and not not worry about how she's gonna look or feel the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just just adventure, I guess you could say. It's just mm-hmm. it's you know life and like. <laughs> like it's it's really getting a little hippy dippy. <laughs> life. It's getting a little hippy dippy, but I will forgive you. No, life, I totally understand. Man. Yeah, like, I just want to enjoy life. Oh um, my god, uh, I can't deal with you. <laughs> 
No, but it's true. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's so much to explore. Not only in LA, but in California in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just want to explore. And, yeah. and, and uh, just dive into some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. So I know you've only recently downloaded the dating app and you haven't yes. even set up your profile or anything. Have you been on dates? Like, single Jeff, have you been, like, no. going out and stuff? No. 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 Why uh, not? Well, well, I mean, depends on how you look at it. Uh-huh. Uh, I did have a friend recently come out here for a visit and mm-hmm. uh it's someone that i'm definitely attracted to mm-hmm. but uh no it wasn't like considered like a date or anything like oh, that oh yeah of course yeah um no no i haven't i mean this is so fresh to me right you know, I'm, I'm a very committed person so like once i commit to something i'm like mm-hmm. in it and then if it if it dissipates and and it doesn't turn out to what uh we were both intending for or what i was both in or what i was intending for mm-hmm. then then uh you know it takes some time and, and this is a great time for me to to really uh, dive in and delve into to me and and mm-hmm. my desires and my wants and needs and, right. and yeah, kind of what I want uh, from living a life out in LA, right. you know. So no, I I really haven't been on anything uh, too deep mm-hmm. or or uh, been on anything that I guess can be considered a shared. Okay. Yeah. Are you, like, trying to go out? Are you trying to, like, like, are you trying to meet people? I know that you said something about meeting people organically. So <laughs> it's, like, so are you, like, trying to meet people? Or are you just, is it just, like, you're taking time for yourself right now? And Again, I would say, I would say kind of both. You okay. Know? Uh, you're not going to turn anything down exactly. necessarily. Exactly. Like, yeah. If something speaks out, I'm, I'm totally going to take, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, take advantage of it. But right. yeah, it's course. not that I'm, like, ah. Uh, actively seeking something mm-hmm. in general i mean i'm actually doing the opposite you know i'm just trying to to dive into to me and 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 what i want and what i want out of my experience in living la for x amount of years whatever that is whether mm-hmm. it's for the rest of my life or for a period of time or whatever it is yeah just just uh coming more to to terms of of who i am and mm-hmm. and what i want and whatever develops from that, you know, whether I meet someone along the way or whatever, then yeah, I'm, I'm totally open, you know, mm-hmm. to anyone that takes interest, you know, hit me up, <laughs> <laughs> hit a brother up. Hey, if uh, you're, I mean, like, you're an attractive dude, whatever, it's fine, I'll end with it. <laughs> Ugh, ew. I hate that. Um, no, Ow. but but hey, but if you see Jeff Ow. and you're like, hey, I think I might be Jeff's soulmate, then hit me up at Love yeah. Jeff Pod. Be like, hey, I'm interested in dating Jeff. Yeah, um, we'll go out on a little date, you know. Go on a, a couple little drinks. date. What's your What's your dream date? Talk to me about your dream My date. My dream date. Yes, talk to me about your dream date. Um, my dream date would definitely be just getting together over mm. uh some some good uh drinks in cuisine uh-huh and, and talking about just i don't know just laughing laughing and 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 uh you gotta be funny if you want to do jeff you gotta be funny yeah <laughs> just 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 talking about i don't know just being open and, and not being like so prude and and being so strict on like what you want to say or mm-hmm. or like how you want to feel like just mm-hmm. being completely open you know um uh-huh. yeah 
That'll be it. Really. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's easy. Go on. Yeah, go I'm on a date with Jeb. Guy. It's easy. No, He's an easy real. boy. I'm, I'm a pretty easy guy. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, obviously there has to be an attraction there. I, th- mm-hmm. I think no matter what relation, whatever it is, like the top thing, no matter what, is physical attraction. I don't care. I don't and, care. And I feel like people think that that's like a bad thing, but no. it's it's not. It's no, really not. It draws not. you into that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, so like, yeah, like physical attraction is what leads mm-hmm. you into that person. But then, yes, there has to be more substance to to that person than physical attraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I you could be the prettiest girl in the world, but if you have no fucking personality, like, I don't want to do anything with you. Like, yeah. Like, that, no, I, I don't that. care. Like, uh-huh. that's, that's, I don't know. That's just, that's, I don't know. That's uh, childish, childish in a sense, you know, like mm-hmm. where it's. It, it's just not it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah i don't know there obviously has to be a physical attraction and right. then if that physical attraction's there then like what else do you have to give yeah and if we can conversate and talk about likes and interests or or debate on likes and interests or whatever it is and, mm-hmm. and still at the end of the day have have fun with it and be able to laugh at it all then then that's that's great you know mm-hmm. what i mean if i if i can make you laugh and you can make me laugh then I mean that's a that's almost a win right there in itself. That's all Jeff's looking for, guys. That's Come it, on, man. that's it, that's, that's it, it, dude. Well, thank you for bearing your soul on the podcast. I guess I only have one question left for you, Jeff. Yeah, that's it. And that question is, what does love feel like? Oh, what does love? What does love feel like? Mm-hmm. Love feels like home. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be like. All mushy gushy and 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 all that, but it does. Um, mm-hmm. Feels like home, you know. I had that feeling living at home, mm-hmm. and I had that feeling with, you know, a person, and uh, it it feels like something that you could fall back on, something mm-hmm. that you can really uh, depend on. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter how bad of a day that you're having or whatever you're going through, that you can depend on that person or thing mm-hmm. to make you feel okay. Yeah. Home is, is the best way I can put it, you know? <laughs> I think that's great. I yeah. think that's a great explanation for it. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. Of course. Oh, my gosh. Um, Follow me on instagram at love drunk pod follow me on twitter at love drunk pod you can follow me personally at o charlotte rose on instagram at o rose on twitter plug your plug your shit yeah you can follow jeff Burgies at jeff underscore Burgies b as in victor e-r-g-h-i-e-s uh or you can follow me on facebook yeah uh big things happening and, and uh things in, in in the works so jeff is a uh, stay a, tuned. He's yeah, no, he's got things coming. So yeah. uh, so stay tuned. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, I had so much fun. Me I hope too. you had fun. Yay! I really did. Yeah. Yay! I'm so and glad you, you, had you fun. brought some drinking out of me. I mean, this is rare. So. I know it is, and that's yeah. why I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I got I got Jeff drunk. Haha. <laughs> I wouldn't say drunk. I got I got Jeff a little tipsy. A little tipsy. A little tipsy. You can definitely say that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm craving like a cheeseburger or something right now, for sure. <laughs> I want something with some substance to it. Yeah, you know? no, I understand that. Oh, uh, no, I'm hungry. <laughs> nice to be in here. Thank you for having me. Uh, so I guess all I have left to say is be loved and stay drunk, my friends. Yes. 
We love you. Good night.